0: Real nice, Clark. Real nice. Experiment. (laughs) Is it picking it up?
1: Oh, I don't know. Welcome. (laughs) His dog has fleas. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Welcome, everybody, to the DC experiment. This is Dennis, and we are having. A musical evening here at the bunker. Change key on me there.
0: Yeah. See.
1: I'm not very musically inclined, but Caleb over there is playing his ukulele. Oh wait, wait! It's coming! It's coming. Um. Oh, you know some stuff. Somewhere <laughs> over the rain. I could probably play that one.
0: <laughs> um, I've been uh, learning that Hallelujah song. Leonard Cohen? No, well, I don't know if it's Leonard Cohen, but probably the Hallelujah uh, song. I deserve, I deserve <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, yeah, it's Cohen. Is it
0: but you don't really care. Well, no, I care for you. Do you? Oh, yes.
1: It goes like this a fourth, a fifth, a minor fall, a major lift.
0: And then that's an E7. Ooh. Ooh.
1: We're singing. Oh, never thought I would sing on the podcast, but here
0: we are (coughs) Hey, it's episode 101 102 So we're trying new things
1: 102 Oh, you're
0: right, 102 102. Because 101 is coming out on Wednesday
1: That's right, last Wednesday was number 101, Dalmatians Mm.
0: Now we're 102 You're absolutely, I sit here corrected (laughs) You sit in awe The sugar is kicking in (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes, yes it is Wow, wow uh, so, how you doing, my friend?
0: I'm good. Your dog has fleas. Like I've been you, like I've hearing. been playing the ukulele a little yeah. bit. How, how much? How long have you been playing the ukulele? Like a month. Really? Yeah. Oh, am I really super good at it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Becky,
1: <laughs> my daughter yeah. plays a little bit of ukulele too. Does she really? Yeah, yeah. She actually she's pretty musically gifted. Mm-hmm. She's figured out some ukulele okay. stuff. She plays the bass guitar. She plays some keys. She does the synth in the youth group. Nice, kind of cool. And uh, I, <laughs> I poke fun at her sometimes because we have this, uh, we have this keyboard in our house, and when it turns to synth, it makes all kinds of sounds. You know, oh, that's and it cool. makes the drum sounds and it makes yep. the little ch ch sounds and the ooh ooh and the ooh and the one one. That's One, cool. Two. Right, does those kind of things. It's why we sometimes give her crap when he's "Oh, you play the synth for youth group." I huh? don't get a little uh uh uh
0: in the middle of the youth group song. It's fun. But, well, uh, I want to talk about how are you in the world today? How am I? What? How in the world are you doing? How in the world? Mhm. Am I doing? Yeah.
1: Um, I don't know. You're kind of distracting me with the ukulele right now. But um, I don't know. I'm, I'm doing okay. You know, I am happy that.
0: Uh, oh, by the way, by the way, my friend, happy
1: Valentine's Day.
0: Is it Valentine's Day? It is. You know what I realized, Dennis? Yeah. Let me just share with you What's something that? real quick. What's that? Thankfulness yeah. helps me get out of my funk.
1: You know, it's funny. I was doing a Bible study. Actually, we were doing like two or three Bible studies that have to do with anxiety. And they have to do with fear, and they have to do with all these yeah. things, right? Just, I'm, working, I'm, I'm with you know, three or four other people, six other people, I think, in some of them. And we're doing this Bible study on the Bible app, and, and the topic, the thing that we've been discussing in our group, right, a little kind of quasi-church meeting thing,
0: is anxiety, mm-hmm. right? And, and I think the and, older you get, dude, yeah. the more you start struggling with fear and anxiety, yeah. It doesn't become less; it becomes I, yeah.
1: more. I don't think it. I don't think it ever becomes less, but I think that's the thing that that one of the things that we came to was because we're you know going through the Bible and you know it's it's, it's easy to say be anxious for nothing
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you know with everything but with, with everything, prayer, prayer and supplication, and supplication you make your request known to, own to God, God. Right. We both will know that verse. That is so easy to tell someone.
0: Oh, oh yeah. yeah, just don't be anxious. There's a song. Have you heard that song? Why worry when you can pray? Uh, yes, actually
1: I have heard that song yep. And the people I, I know some people who struggle Who really that's struggle, a real struggle dude. Clinically struggle With anxiety, sometimes leads into Depression, all these mm-hmm. kind of things that mess With their head, right? And you can't just say Well just don't be anxious Stop it right? so, <laughs> Stop that Because that's not a fix So that was something that I think had come up A couple times in our study was Thankfulness, gratefulness. When we number one understand God's love for us, right? It has to start there. God loves us and cares for us. We have to believe that fully, wholly. If we don't understand that, then none of this is going to work very well.
0: And we have to, with yet again, that's another reason why having a relationship with Jesus Christ is so helpful. Oh, yeah. Because It, it gives us the tools, right? If you read the scripture, to deal with stuff. Because if you didn't have that hope, right? Yeah,
1: I mean ultimately we have our hope, right? But right. the anxiousness that happens. Keep going. Now, I interrupted you. Yeah. You, you totally did. The anxiousness <laughs> that happens now, right? We don't just it doesn't just go away because we want it to. Right. Right? We actually have to what? Fix our thoughts. And we've talked about this on previous podcasts too. Fix our thoughts on good things, mm-hmm. right things, pure things, lovely things, right? And then with a grateful and thankful heart, love and serve. Other people,
0: get outside of yourself.
1: Yes. Yeah. If we get stuck in our own heads, we need to get outside of our own heads and start thinking about other people and loving. That's a great and point. Serving. I totally them. agree. In thankfulness and gratefulness for what we have and yep. what God's given us, the grace and the love and the forgiveness and the mercy and everything that God has given us, because of and through that, those things we then love and serve others and show people the love of Jesus and serve them, right? We get outside of ourselves and our own needs and wants and anxieties and fears, right? That's the time and place where we can, didn't say that we always will, but we can start to uh, beat those anxious thoughts. Mm-hmm. Right, and, you know, and and I, I get it. There are some. There's a kind of clinical anxiety that just doesn't go away.
0: Well, yeah. See, like there, you know, that's just real. And brain chemistry's off, man. Get, yeah. some, get some meds. Right. I struggle with anxiety, but I don't think it's clinical. Okay. You know, like with work. Yeah. I struggle with work, and you know, this past fall, I got a lot of hours cut because of the COVID stuff. Yeah. And they let people go. Luckily, I was able to maintain my job, but you start living in a sense of fear, like, "Oh, am I next?" Yeah. or Or uh, am I being valuable enough that that they won't get rid of me? What can I do to do more? And then you start getting caught up in this mindset like, do I need to save my money because we were short some money this fall? And do I need to be a better steward? And you start like questioning what if this happens and what if this happens Mm -hmm. and what if another lockdown happens or... What if uh, cutbacks happen? Like, what are we going to do? I've got four boys, one with special needs. I got my wife. I'm trying to take care of everybody and everything. And, uh, you know, like all this insecurity, instability. And the thing that I find out is once you start going down the rabbit hole, you can literally, (laughs) what if yourself... What if yourself into the grave? Yeah. Like, what if this? And what if that? And then what if this goes on? Then this will happen. And then if that happens, this will. And then what if this happens when that happens? Then, oh, my God. You know what I mean? You can go down. And I had to, like, shut off the news, too. Yeah. Because yeah. the news is the same thing. Right. It's just terrible, 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 terrible. Fear, fear, fear. Yeah. Every We're losing everything. China's coming in. Right. The whole government's going to collapse. Um, you know, all this stuff. And it's just like, there's so much negativity out there. Yeah. Fear mongering. Fear mongering. Fear porn, dude. Like, that's how yeah, they yeah. get their ratings and right. stuff. Like, right. oh my gosh. You know, aliens are coming. You know, whatever. And it's just like, take a step back. Yeah. Take a step back. Get away from the screens. This is why people, yeah, and you see them on YouTube and stuff, like literally sell everything, get like a little tiny, tiny home, and they just go off into the nethers. Because they're just like, I'm not dealing with this anymore. Well, it's too much. It's too much the screens. It's too much with the technology. It's too much with the demands yeah. of your job. It's too much with the demands of the family. So they just walk away. Yep. It's just, it's constantly piling on. And so what do we do to put a, a barrier or a shield to resist the continual mm-hmm. waterfall of debris that's coming upon us all the time? Debris. It's a good word. Finances. It's French. Uh, debris.
1: You know what it's French for? Debris. No.
0: Debris. Mm-hmm. I love you, Dennis. Debris? You can, say, you can say Debris. You're one of my favorite human beings on the planet. <laughs> but I totally just got you off track. I'm just saying, if we allow it, yeah. it'll always be coming, and it never stops. That's I don't think you ever stop worrying, because as your kids get older, they have new problems. Because you worry about them when they're young, yeah. you worry about them when they're middle, you worry about them as they're going off into the world on their own. It's like you never stop worrying. Right.
1: Well, and I think what, what you said, though, Right, what we have already said, if if someone were to reverse engineer what we just said, I think you have the answer, right? W- shut off, or if you can't shut them off, minimize screen time.
0: And you know what? It doesn't change anything. Let, or, I'm, uh, let me take that back. When I have stepped away from listening to the news and stuff, yeah. guess what? The world just keeps going. Yeah.
1: Well that's I get, when you say it doesn't change anything. It doesn't change anything
0: on the outside. Yeah, that, that's happening in the world. It changes me. It totally changes I you. I feel more calm. Yep. And more relaxed because until I guess somebody's literally at my doorstep yeah. wanting whatever, I'm not gonna worry about
1: it. So minimize or eliminate screen time, mm-hmm. right? Then it's phones, smartphones, right, TVs, computers, things like that, right?
0: There's this Book my, that my dad wants me to get. Yeah. I'm sorry, let me interrupt you again. Okay, I'm so terrible at that. I apologize, Dennis. What you have to say is very important, and I listen to it all the time. <laughs> so there's this book um, that I'm gonna get. Okay, that my dad really wants me to get. Yeah, and it's about primitive skills mm. that we've all lost. Okay, like the and the importance. This guy makes a case of the importance because. If the grid does go down. Like how to make a fire with a bow kind mm-hmm, of thing? Mm-hmm. And maybe some other stuff.
1: <clears throat> I, got, I got cookie in my throat. Yeah, I want you to have some ginger ale. Oh. Primitive skills that have been lost.
0: Yeah, he's like, you know, because, dude, I have gone down this conspiracy theory road, mm-hmm. and I listened to two different conspiracy people. You actually actively do listen to them? Yeah, okay. two different shows okay. that I listen to. And if you let it, they will scare the holy oh, crap out of you. Heck yeah. They will, you know, it's like they say we're on the brink of of China invading almost, <laughs> but not like physically, but by um, taking over our grid and then powering it down. And then they're going to consolidate people into the cities and then people that think a certain way are going to be taken into concentration camps or whatever and it's just like so much fear yeah that's all it is and it's like what do you do and and then sure and are. then they're like you got to prepare you got to prepare, and it just so happens that I have this food store website. <laughs> Go and prepare with this food store website oh, and buy all this
1: food. And they have a network marketing agreement with that website so that they get a cut of every, every sale that you oh, make there. Oh, so dirty. They get but a of But how much that fear pie. do you live
0: in? Oh, this is a... Okay, we've already gone too far, but yeah. this is a question okay. that I have for you, my friend. For me. What is the balance? The balance of... Not living in fear and Mm -hmm. just overreacting, but being responsible and taking necessary steps to, uh, you know, just a general responsibility. Yeah, if the power does go down and I want to keep my freezers, you know, from freezing, should I have a backup generator? Mm. Right, right. Should I have a little fuel on hand just, just in case? Yeah, I think there, there's there's something to be said for wisdom. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, where's the like? Okay, I do have these kids that mm-hmm. rely on me to protect them, and that is one of our jobs as men, sure, and fathers, so is to protect and defend yep, your family. Yep. So, like, there's should a, I have?
1: There's a difference though between hoarding. Which is what we see people often knee-jerk react to do in times like these. And I think people
0: are freaking out because of this whole pandemic and the instability of our world. Period. Nobody knows what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, there's a difference between hoarding and like preparing, right? Because you know, my it's, it's interesting. My sister and I have gone kind of round and round because I'm I'm I typically lean a little bit more towards the we should prepare, we should be ready for the grid to go down and rioting and looting and people. And my sister's like, I'm just going to share what I have with people because that's what Jesus would do. And I'm like, yeah, I guess he would. <laughs> yeah. you know. And I get a little convicted. But but at the same time, I'm like, but I'm supposed to take care of my family. Right. I'm supposed to care for and provide for, do everything I possibly can do for my wife and my children first. Right. Right? But yeah. It's just stuff. Right. It's just food. And can I show the love of Jesus, my sister's perspective? And I went, oh, I like that. She's actually,
0: pro, she's
1: yep, good. Uh, See, can this I, this is, I, I want to show,
0: in, I want to get deep into this. Maybe not on this episode, but I want to get deep into this because it's true. If I want to talk about what if, dude, like, okay, if the world does, let's say, just totally yeah. go south and the grid literally goes down. Her perspective was this
1: so I last a year alone with my family, or I last six months sharing with my neighbors and showing them the love of Jesus. If I'm going to go anyway, why not bring people with me, right? If it's just about me, if it's just about my needs and my family's needs, I might last a long time by myself or with my family, by ourselves, right? When, yes, we Again, we have a duty to take care of, but at the same time, as Christ followers, we are supposed to love our neighbors. Right. Right? And we're supposed to provide for the needs of the family of faith.
0: Yeah, so what if you come up with a system, they'll where you can provide for your family and your neighbors because you were prepared, you were responsible, like an ongoing, you know, like, uh, hey, neighbors, I know you can't go hunt, whatever, but but I've got the means. I'm going to go get us some meat, and we'll share it with the whole neighborhood or whatever.
1: Right. No, and I'm not saying that. I think that's a great perspective. If you're just hoarding
0: resources for yourself... Or you just walk out of your house when everything goes down and be like, well, I got nothing, and nobody (laughs) has anything, sorry. Oh, let's just go to where there's help. And I think that's the difference is people want the sense of freedom Yep, and they don't want to be responsible. be responsible
1: is the word. <laughs> they don't want to be responsible. Right. That's what you're saying. Right. They want the freedom. Right. They don't want the responsibility.
0: Right. Oh. So true freedom like if push comes to probably takes a lot of work. It does take a lot of work. Like, like more
1: work than most people are willing to put in.
0: Yeah, like if you wanted to be like totally independent, yep, yeah. you got to have like a little bit of livestock. You got to yeah. be able to grow a garden. You got to be able to go hunt. You know, you got a quarter, be able to quarter d- of an
1: acre worth of dirt anyway. Yeah, to, to plant some stuff on. Plant some stuff. Living in an area that doesn't have a foot of snow. Yeah, I think you can actually that, grow things. Right,
0: I think there's this like weird, um, was it utopian view or or what's It's got utopian in it. It, What's the word I'm looking for? Like this apocalyptic viewpoint. Like, okay, if the world does go down, I'll just live in my house and be free, and I won't have to go into the inner city. I'll grow some food. I'll can some stuff. I'll go hunting because I don't want to be told what to do by other people. I want my freedom.
1: Right. There's that. Yeah, I don't know the word for it, but it's definitely a, a way of thinking that people have.
0: I think that's more of American culture. Yeah. I think that if you were overseas or something like that they're so used to like these communities they just be like, "Hey, how do we all help each other out? We
1: take care we take care of our family." Right. We take care of the people around us. We take care of our tribe. Right. Right. And that's,
0: there also is a, a there's security in numbers too. Yeah. And so like when people get scared, they'll go to where the biggest group is. Well, oh, I'm not alone. Right. I'm not alone. So cuz it takes courage to stand alone. To say, you know what, we're going to work hard and we're going to yeah. figure out how to be as independent as yeah, we can. The,
1: there's also a great socialization that we have as human beings that tells us that, that the safety that we find in numbers is a good thing not, and not to go against that because if everybody else is doing it, it must be good. Right. There's something that we learn. That's and a, I that's think a that's going to
0: lead a lot of people to downfall. I think it could. You know, hey, come on, everybody's getting this chip. Everybody's getting this mark. <laughs> it's good. They're oh, getting yeah. credit unions. You get all kinds of free stuff when you do it, too. Come yeah. on. Look at the huge crowd. They're Social all doing it. Social credits. And and see, and I think that's the combination or marriage of the American dream of independent, that rugged individuality, mm-hmm. and then the Christian viewpoint of of just being...
1: Yeah, rugged individualism is not biblical. I'm just going to say that. Well, we, we said that before.
0: Yeah, we said this before. But people also, there's, a, there's scripture where it talks about don't be dependent on anybody or anything. Where it talks about live a quiet life and don't be dependent on other people. So that's in Colossians.
1: Yeah, like do your work. Yeah. Keep your mouth shut. Yeah, and live a a quiet life
0: and and take care of your you and yours is basically what it said. Yeah. And it was like And we've read that here too, like you you're worse than an unbeliever if you don't take care of your own family. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's like a responsibility to a husband and a man do what you can to take care of your family. Right. Oh, and then, you know, uh, Jesus talks about, you know, wide is the path that leads to destruction. <laughs> Narrow yeah. is the path that leads to. Right. Me. So, if everyone else is doing it,
1: you might want to
0: stop. Yeah, if the whole world <laughs> says this is great, may not want to go along with that. Yeah, I'll turn
1: your back on that one. But I struggle uh, with that. Resources, man. It's 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 all about
0: and and i listen to these conspiracy theory guys and they talk about these this huge divide that's taking place mm-hmm. you know about the haves and the have-nots the rich elite and then the middle class or poor people and then like this whole thing with the reddit group and GameStop stop stock yeah, and all that stuff weird stuff man i don't i mean stocks and
1: futures and all this whatever they were doing short selling or something like mm-hmm. that I don't know. It's over my head. When it, I, I was trying, I really was trying to understand all of that, and I just don't get it. I really don't. And so maybe it takes a financial person to explain it the to may, me.
0: The big thing out of that whole thing was it was a group of of you and me type people who said, "Hey, let's all start buying this this GameStop stock," and it got out of hand. <laughs> they were all buying it, and the people that borrowed against it. Had to pay like double or quadruple the price instead of it going down. And so they're like, holy cow, we're out billions of dollars. And they had to stop. They had to like stop, pause it, no more trading so we can get out before we lose any more money
1: because, because people you, bet against it.
0: Yeah. So the thing is, is that it kind of, it kind of was a, a revolution in itself against the, the billionaires that are up there manipulating the markets. Yeah. And they run. got caught. Yeah. And then they got pissed about it.
1: It's all about the money. You know, it's funny, and, and we hear, you know, the love of money. Is the root yeah. of all evil. Which is not at all what the Bible says.
0: No, the love of money.
1: Yeah, not money, but the love of money, and is the root of all kinds of evil. Right. Not all evil, but all kinds of evil.
0: All kinds of evil. And it's
1: the love of money that
0: does it, Yeah, not, not just money. Because money. money is a great tool if you yeah. use it properly. Yeah. You When you invest it wisely. But the love of money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But look at all the wars that have been started okay. ab- about money. Greed, man. Greed. Yeah, exactly. All that mm-hmm. stuff and all the death yep. that's taking place and all that. Anyways, like going back to what I was originally questioning, like as a husband and a father, what do we do to be not foolish but wise? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so we can have the well, ability to not only take what, care of our family, but take care of others, like our neighbors and stuff, to, too. We need
1: to work. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's that's a scriptural thing that we need to but, do.
0: But I'm talking, like, do you put up some solar panels, figure out how to keep your refrigerators cold in case the grid goes down, how, you know, be a little bit more independent? Well, I don't know. Wouldn't— Or wouldn't, if the whole system goes down, do you just surrender and throw your hands up and be like, okay, I'm doing whatever the masses say to do? I
1: don't know. Wouldn't it be wise to be— at least somewhat prepared, but then again, I—I I would think so. I say that, and I'm not.
0: I'm doing it. I just bought, uh, and it's sh- showing up here. This massive generator, okay, <laughs> that's going to come up, and I'm going to hook it up to a system. So if the grid does go down, I can keep my food cold as long as you have gasoline. Well, we'll hook it up to the natural gas. Well, as long as you have natural gas, I know. Think about that. That's <laughs> another level of independence, right? Because. The generator takes three types of fuel sources, which is awesome. Regular gasoline, Mm -hmm. propane, and natural gas. So you can pick it up. But you can hook it up to natural gas, but it's part of the grid. Right. So let's say the power grid goes down. Hopefully, the natural gas grid doesn't go down. Right. Because if the natural gas goes down, then then you're still screwed. Well, unless you got gasoline or propane. But how much of that are you going (laughs) to be able to get? And then if everything's shut down... Okay, well, we just lasted a week off right. of our gas and propane, and the system's all shut down, so we can't even get that anymore because right. the electricity's gone. Yep. So what do you so do? What do you do? Yes. I don't think it's a permanent solution. I think they're saying, okay, have it on standby, even if it's for a couple of days, and hopefully everything comes back.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know that anybody has a generator. I mean, unless you are hoarding gas or hoarding propane. I don't think anybody has any major grand plans to have that thing running for more than a few days to a week so that things can get back up again. In case of typically a natural disaster, right, a hurricane or an earthquake or EMP, something that electromagnetic went off. Sure. pulse, yeah, But
0: then you have to build a Faraday cage and put it over your your <laughs> <laughs> put it over your uh, oh generator. God, you watch too much TV. Because if the uh, Chinese launch a nuke and <laughs> explode it over the atmosphere, the electromagnetic pulse wow. will shut everything down. And if you don't have a Faraday cage over your generator, that's going to get seized up too. Yeah, it's going to fry your brain too. So I'm going to have to start working on a Faraday cage. Nuclear fallout
1: is going to also just irradiate you to
0: death. Yeah, but we'll we'll outlast most people. (laughs) (laughs) Get your iodine. Oh, brother. By the way, we're selling iodine and food packs now on our website every day. (laughs) 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 That's funny.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's really good. Speaking of, why do pizza makers go to work every day? Because they got to make the pizza. They need the dough. <laughs> <laughs> he laughed. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's awesome. They needed the dough.
0: They needed need the, the dough. <laughs> that was a really good one.
1: I have another one that's really, sh- it's, a, it's a sharp one too. It's good. But I'll let you go first.
0: If people like sandwiches, what do lions like? People? Man witches. Man man-witch.
1: Oh yes, the man witch. That's good. That's good. Speaking of man. This man entered his home, okay? Dude. Ready? Huh? Pay attention? No. Pay attention. It's <laughs> a good one.
0: <laughs> oh, I man. made my crank myself up. Well, um, <laughs> what's that movie? There's a movie. <laughs> oh, there's a movie where they're talking to somebody. They're like. Oh, Ron, are you paying? Yeah, maybe it was Ron Burgundy. It might have been, (laughs) because he's talking to Ron. (laughs) He's like, "Ron, are you paying attention?" Nope. (laughs) (laughs) The way he did it, I'm sorry, it just tickled me. That was good. I enjoyed that little tickle. Go ahead, Dennis, you first.
1: A man entered his home. He went into his house, and he was absolutely delighted when he discovered that someone had stolen every lamp in his house.
0: Okay, say it again. I wasn't paying attention. Phone drop. What, you want me to say it again? Yeah, a man was in his house. A man went into his house. A man went into his own house.
1: And he was absolutely delighted. He was absolutely delighted. When he discovered that someone had
0: stolen every lamp in his house. That someone had stolen every lamp in his house. Wow, okay. <clears throat> Interesting. Delighted?
1: Oh, he was delighted.
0: Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs>
1: It took a second. It took a second. Oh, did that one go over your head? It did. When do fireflies get uptight? Fireflies get uptight. I don't know, in the evening?
0: When they need to lighten up. Lighten up. You got to get out more.
1: Maybe go to the Grand Canyon. It's gorgeous. Oh. <coughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, before we got like one minute left. Okay. Um, I do want to say I watched a really interesting movie with my wife. Uh, and it was called Into the Wild. Seen it.
1: Dude. Is that the, the kid in Alaska with yeah. the bus? Yes. We still talk about that
0: movie Dude, my wife. And it was that. a good movie. Well, it was horrible at the end. Well, yeah, but the thing is... I don't want to he, give it away, but it was horrible. At the but end. his notes in the end, yeah. when he's writing in his little journal there, writing in the books, he, okay. he says, Happiness is when you are sharing experiences with others. Mm. Like that was profound to me because we, you know, we think we want freedom, all this stuff, but it was all about like the happiest moments he had was when he was doing it with other people.
1: Yeah. That's true,
0: and the relationships with that's his true. people, with the with the cool people that he met on his two year journey, was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was just sad though. It was, do you remember it was hearing? About, I, I remember wanna, hearing about that wanna, guy when I, I was a teenager. I don't. I don't. I really well, that's because you were in California. I was California. You was in California, and and, and yeah, don't but, but I was up though. in Montana, and with that that came out on the news. No, huh, really. Yeah, and so I. I, that itch. I remember hearing about his story in the news back when I was like a teenager, like 12, 13 hmm. years old. Yeah, I was probably 20 by then. Nuh-uh. <laughs> Were you? No, I'm kidding. Okay. You're only like four years older,
1: dude.
0: <laughs> I'm going to be 45 next week. No. Shut the front door. Next week, yeah. you're going to be five? Four five. Four five. Mm-hmm. In February? Yep. Yes, sir. My kid I have two kids I have birthdays in February. Speaking of birthdays, I should also wish
1: yesterday because today right happy Valentine's Day today, yesterday was my dad's birthday. Awesome, my dad's birthday and I gave my dad I gave my dad a 70th birthday card and he said, you know, one would have been enough. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding though. What? Oh, we got a oh. boo even. <laughs> boo. No, but it was my dad's birthday yesterday, and so we had a we had a great time over at the house. Wow, it's a lot of you got you got a leak over there. Yeah, you're still leaking. <laughs> there it goes. Okay, it was actually my dad's birthday. So Happy birthday, Dad.
0: Happy birthday. Um. For our DCXP family mm-hmm. that listens to us faithfully, uh, we're gonna keep continuing on for another year. Probably keep, for, keep marching on. Yeah, and and share this with as many people as you can. Yep, and rate and rank us on iTunes. We keep saying it so that more people will discover us, and then um, we, go to our website. And we'd love it again if you'd send us an email. Right, the DCXP. We love your feedbacks. We want At, to make this well, how can we serve you? gmail.com. Because Dennis and I have all the answers. So <laughs> if you have like financial questions, we'll answer those. If you have marital questions, we'll answer those. If you have child parenthood issues, we'll answer those. Like if you have work related topics, we'll answer those. There is nothing that you can ask us that we can't help you with. <laughs> <laughs> Send us an email, though,
1: and tell us what you want us to talk about. And we'll do our best. Love you guys at different levels. See ya.